Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Voting in this country has gotten so corrupt, it's time to do what they do in Afghanistan. After you vote, you dip your finger in ink. Ain't that the truth, man? Did we ever think we'd get to the point where Afghanistan has more uh, has more clear and fair elections than the United States of America? Did we ever think we'd get to the point where dipping your finger in ink to verify that you voted and voted only once would be the best way to track the voting uh, system that we have for our presidential elections? Did we ever think that countries that are third world countries in the middle of the desert who have been under dictatorial rule can have more transparency during their election process than the greatest uh, republic that's ever been placed on the face of the earth? What's up, everybody? This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, and it is uh, it's Friday today, and we've got big news, big breaking news Man, if you hated Fox News yesterday, you're going to despise them today. Not only have they refused to uncall Arizona, a state where Donald Trump continues to uh, come edge closer to Joe Biden, where every single time votes are counted and tallied and reported, Donald Trump closes the gap and where a lot of people are still projecting him to win inevitably in the end. Not only are they still not uncalling Arizona, we got word that they're about to call the entire election for Joe Biden, based on the numbers coming out of Pennsylvania, which put Joe Biden ahead by 6,826 votes, based on, I assume, the numbers in Georgia, which put Joe Biden ahead by 1,098 votes, based on the fact that Fox News uh, would rather call the election than investigate any of this voter fraud that's been that's been reported widely um, all over the country, especially in these battleground states. We have a we had a bunch of bunch of comments, bunch of open mic messages. People really annoyed today, really annoyed. Uh, but they're not. You look, they, no one's laying down. No one's stopping. The election's not over. In fact, just moments before we went on the show today, but just moments before we started streaming, uh, I got there was a statement released from the Trump campaign, and they said the election is not over. The election is not over. They are continuing to fight the battle in Pennsylvania to disqualify the votes that are questionable, the votes that they believe are fraudulent, the votes that they were not able to watch, the votes that their election and poll workers were not able to come in and look at because even though there was a court order saying, hey, the Trump campaign's allowed to come in and watch you guys count these votes. They were kept outside. And even though there was a court order that said, hey, you really need to let these people come in where they can view these votes, they were left outside. And even though they called the sheriff to say, we have a court order, you need to let us in to count these votes, they were still not let in to count the votes. And that's where we are uh, that's where we are right now. So there's a there's a, a legal battle brewing in Pennsylvania, ne, um, Nevada and Arizona. They're still counting. Nevada said that they'll their final results may be Sunday night next week sometime. And that's a winnable race for the president as well. Plus, Arizona, he inches ever closer now in Georgia. Interesting stuff going on uh, with our neighbors to the north. First of all, these Georgia ballots that keep coming in from these blue counties around Atlanta, Cobb County and whatnot, they continue to go Joe Biden's way, but at, a, at an exorbitant rate. I mean, the margin there is ridiculous. Uh, not only did they push Georgia over the edge into the blue column for Biden, we, we are getting word there's about 8,000 or so military ballots, absentee ballots, provisional ballots, things that have not yet been counted. Again, Georgia taking their own sweet time counting the ballots. Uh, Pennsylvania taking their own sweet time counting these ballots. And every time they come out with a new report, it seems to be thousands and thousands of more uh, more votes in uh, in Joe Biden's favor. Look, the thing and I was and I was watching the news and Donald Trump came out and he gave what I thought was a really great update last night. And he said this election's not over. Nobody has 270 electoral votes. And there's a lot of questions. Uh, he said we have a, we have a lot of proof. We're getting a lot of instances about voter fraud out there, about things going on in the polling locations in Detroit. They boarded up the windows and they wouldn't let anyone in to watch in Detroit in the middle of the night. One hundred and thirty thousand ballots all for Joe Biden just kind of popped up out of nowhere. You know, we know these things are happening, yet the media and the Democrats and Joe Biden himself pretend that they're not. And they claim that even you know, I've even heard reporters on this station say baseless claims by the president when you can clearly see people creating videos and and TikToks and, and periscopes and Instagram posts outlining 
clear uh, efforts by people in these balloting um, places to suppress vote. Clear efforts to, uh, by people at uh, polling places counting votes uh, that they believe that they believe are fraudulent. And they're trying to come out. They're trying to get the information out there. Yet everybody in the media is still reporting that they, these are that there's no evidence that there's no evidence of voter fraud. But, like, I'm going to let you know a little secret. Here's the funny thing about evidence. You got to go and look for it. If you're not looking for evidence, then, of course, you're not going to find any. And if you're the media and you're guys ahead, you're not going to go looking for evidence. Criminals don't just leave evidence behind so you can find them. Most of the criminals try to hide the evidence. They try to commit the crime and not get caught. That's why evidence, uh, you know, it's a, that's why we have detectives. They actually have to go out and do detective work. They have to ask questions. They have to investigate. They have to see if there are things that don't seem to add up. Are these things typical? Is there any kind of abnormality or anomaly in the voting system this time around? Is one county uh, tracking at 89% of registered voters voting, which would be pretty much historically, uh, I mean, that would be an anomaly of historic proportions. Where are the problems we're seeing and who can we get to go in there and ask the questions and actually do the investigating? Because, right, you may not see any evidence uh, of voter fraud, Fox News. You may not see any evidence of voter fraud, uh, CNN, Jake Tapper. You may not see any evidence of voter fraud, uh, Stephen Colbert or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or whoever else is out there reporting these baseless accusations. But you're also not looking for it. You have to look for evidence. If you if you don't want to find evidence, you're not going to look for it. I mean, that's the thing. So for these people to say there's no evidence, it's because you're not looking. It's like me saying there's no gyms in my neighborhood or I can't find a decent barbershop. I'm not looking for either of those things. Just like they're not looking for evidence of voter fraud because God, God, God forbid they find it. Could you imagine what would they do? What would CNN do if they actually found voter fraud existed? What would they do if they found 130,000 ballots were mysteriously uh, dumped in, in Detroit in the middle of the night and they only had one vote on them and that vote was for Joe Biden? What would they do? Would they report it? Because if not, they would then be subject to investigation themselves. If they had evidence and they suppressed it, you're talking about obstruction of justice. And we know the Democrats love they know they know all about obstruction of justice. They know all about obstructing Congress. They know all about that. Would they would they feel forced? Would they feel obligated to to uh, report on it or turn it over to the authorities? And also, where are the authorities in all of this? I thought if a crime was committed or if somebody reported a crime, somebody was supposed to go investigate a police officer, a sheriff. The FBI, if it's on a national scale, the CIA, where are these Department of Justice workers? If I had evidence or if I had a problem with something that happened to me at my balloting location, my polling location, and I called a federal officer, would they even show up? If not, we have to ask ourselves, why is that? 855-765-1045. Look, the election is not over. Nobody has called it for anybody. We know Fox News is about to, but we also know Fox News apparently has some new vendetta against the president. Um, if it, if they do call it, we will break in. We'll we'll break in. We'll let you hear the announcement. We'll let you judge for yourself. Uh, but keep in mind, this is a station that is still uh, calling uh, that is still calling Arizona for Joe Biden, even though the president keeps getting uh, keeps uh, narrowing the gap in that state. And they're still only at 86 percent of the vote counted. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Also, the media I guess there's a, they're feeling confident. They're feeling confident now that their guy's going to win. They're feeling like they're off the hook. And they are starting to attack not just Donald Trump, but every single person who voted for him. They're not just attacking the president himself, but they're attacking anyone who cast their ballot for the president. And I don't know if that's a good idea moving forward. We'll bring you all that. We'll bring you more of your open mic messages. we got a slew of people already already lined up from Pennsylvania and New York, everywhere. We're going to talk to everybody that we can uh, here in just a minute. Stay tuned. This is the Marque Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. We'll be right back on 104.5 WOKV. What's up, buddy? 
man, this election thing's killing me, man. I smoked like a half ounce of weed since Tuesday. We gotta get some results. Is that a lot? I don't know. What's a is a half ounce a half ounce since Tuesday's Hannah's saying yes, that's a lot of weed. All right, well Hannah's our resident weed expert, so I guess we'll go with that. What would be a little bit of like like would, if you did a whole ounce, would that just be unheard of? A dime bag, right? Isn't that a thing? Is that an ounce? It's probably like ten a tenth of an ounce. I, I'll be honest with you. I know very little a tenth of a gram about maybe. drugs because I don't. Just, maybe the ghost of Christmas. I don't know. Do, we'll figure out. <laughs> if anybody knows if a half ounce is a lot, I don't know. For, I feel like that's like Snoop Dogg level. You feel like that's Snoop Dogg level? I feel like. Wow. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for calling. Whatever you got to do, as long as you know it keeps you calm. It's legal here in Florida. I guess if it's medicinal, everything's legal now in Portland too. You can go shoot heroin in Portland if you want. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. All right, we're going to get to the phones here in just a minute and uh, some of your open mic messages. But the the media yesterday during Donald Trump's um, speech, he came out from the White House and he started talking. And even before that, really, the media, they were just they're just beside themselves. They can't believe that Joe Biden isn't already in the president, isn't already in the White House. In fact, here's what's going to happen next. Uh, Fox News, we know they're going to call this election sometime today, um, even though not all the votes have been counted, even though not everything has been certified and verified. They're just going to go with it because that's what they they want to be first. Uh, down the road, probably other people will follow. We'll see what happens with the court cases. We'll see what happens in Nevada and Arizona. We'll see. There's still a lot of votes left to count. These Georgia ballots that they're still counting from the military that are coming in. A lot of votes left to count. But, you know, sometime around, though, everyone's going to come to the consensus that Joe Biden has won this election and gotten his 270 electoral votes. And when that happens, I guarantee they're going to start calling for Donald Trump to leave early. They're going to want him out of there before Christmas. They're going to be like, let Joe Biden take over. And they're going to want to move Inauguration Day sometime almost immediately. And then there's going to be calls for the Secret Service to just forcibly remove. The- anyway, this whole thing is going to get crazy. It's not even near um, um, you know, crazy at this point. And the media, they I don't I guess they're feeling emboldened. They feel like now that Donald Trump is behind in a lot of the polls, now that they didn't get this, uh, he didn't get this majority of votes on Election Day. And now that they feel that everything is going Joe Biden's way, they can just they can just take the gloves off and just start pummeling everybody, Donald Trump and his supporters and Sonny Hostin or Hostin or I don't know. She, she's named Sunny, which is very ironic because she has one of the most miserably dark dispositions of anyone that I've uh, ever seen on television. But she literally bla- she called out every single person who voted for Donald Trump as a racist and a sexist and a homophobe. And she did it in true typical media fashion by saying, now, I'm not saying you're a racist and a homophobe and a degenerate. Now listen to this. This election showed us what the true character of many Americans is. And again, I'm not saying that if you voted for Trump, that you are a racist, that you are a homophobe, that you are a sexist, uh, that you are against transgender rights. But what I will say is if you voted for Trump, then right. all of those things are okay with you because of your own personal circumstance. Okay, so she's calling out Donald Trump voters and saying, look, I'm not saying you're a horrible person if you voted for Trump, but if you did, you are a horrible person. You're a racist. You're a sexist. You're a misogynist. You're against transgender. She's going off the rails. She is just basically calling out 70 million Americans because they voted for somebody that she didn't like, somebody she didn't support. And, you know, there's two sides to every coin. We could stand up here and say, now, we're not saying if you voted for Joe Biden that you hate cops and that you think that socialism is a good idea and that you're okay with racism and that you think African-Americans should be kept at at, uh, poverty levels because that way you can control them. And you're okay with communists. And you think that it's great if the president of the United States uses his office to make money for his son. I'm not saying you're okay with that. But you need to really take a look at your personal circumstances because you're you're turning a blind eye. That's the same exact thing. There's two sides to every coin. They're calling out Donald Trump and all of his supporters because now they're smelling that victory. And they're they're going to turn it. They're stoking the violence. They're stoking the animosity. They're stoking this divide in this country at the same time that they're they're trying to bring it together. Well, we hope finally Joe Biden Joe Biden's going to come in. You know what he's going to do? This country's so divided. Joe Biden is the one. He's the guy that's going to bring us all together. And and by the way, while Joe Biden's bringing us all together, if you voted for Trump, 
You are a terrible, horrible, racist, misogynist, a transgender-hating person. But we're coming together. 855-765-1045. I still don't know why that show's on the air. I, I still don't. Oh, we've got some Anderson Cooper clips, too, which you're not going to believe. You won't believe what Anderson Cooper called the president of the United States yesterday on live television. Actually, you probably will. 855-765-1045. It's coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Uh, we're just listening in, by the way. The um, I guess it's the guys in Atlanta. It's the Georgia supervisor of elections or whatever. He's out there. Uh, I think they've wrapped up their count with uh, Joe Biden ahead by 1,000 votes. But he's going through and he's listing all these counties now that are doing their uh, – once they're, once they're done, they go back and they do like a tally or they just double-check everything. And there's um, some votes that were not uploaded from Cherokee County – from Cobb County, from some other places, they're um, they're starting to upload all of those. Also, there's a bunch of provisional ballots they now have to go through, and then of course they have military ballots that could still come in. So there is a uh, there is a good chance that that number goes back down and that it becomes even closer, or, or that Donald Trump retakes the lead in Georgia. He's down by 1,098 votes. It looks like right now in Philadelphia, you've got legal uh, challenges by the Trump campaign and the Trump team. Because the poll watchers were not allowed in, because the Trump team was not allowed to verify the ballots and and watch as they were being counted, uh, because there's been all sorts of, I mean, really just, I mean, look, anybody who's like, and there's, a, we were just talking, the other Josh was mentioning all these Republicans who were coming out and saying Donald Trump should not be standing up and saying these things about voter fraud and this and that. And you know, the fact of the matter is, if there is voter fraud, if there are fake ballots, if there are dead people voting, if you're getting these massive dumps of Joe Biden ballot ballots, which when you look at the evidence, when you look at the people reporting, even if there's no one, even if there's no investigative proof, for example, right now, it's because there's been no investigation. Whenever there's an allegation, there needs to be an investigation. And that's the biggest problem. They're not even investigating. The fact that a court order was not upheld in the city of Pennsylvania by the sheriff. The fact that they questioned the court order when it came from a Pennsylvania federal court, all of these things, they they point to, for example, if something's not on the up and up, then it's probably on the down and down, if that's even a thing. But basically what that means is if something looks like uh, a duck and smells like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a friggin' duck. And in Pennsylvania, if you have people uh, coming up and saying, hi, we're here to watch the polls and they're not allowed in, they're turned away, they're locked out of the building. And then they go to court and say, hi, we have a court order to watch the polls and they're still not let in. And then they call the sheriff and say, hey, we have a court order to watch the polls and the polls aren't letting us watch them. And the sheriff says, tough, I'm not doing anything about it. But you have a court order and you have to go back to court. I'm just saying that is that is ducking weird. That looks like a duck to me, and it looks like a duck to a lot of other people, and it sure as hell looks like a duck to the president of the United States. And he has every right as a candidate, as somebody who invested time and money, and everybody who, who uh, you know, as someone who spent the last four years fighting for this country, and also somebody who loves America and wants to make sure that if they are not chosen to be the next president, it's for valid reasons – and not because some diabolical scheme was created by people who have been trying to kick him out of office forever since before he even ran the first time. Everything is legitimate. Everything is valid. And anyone who tells you it's not is part of the problem. They're hiding something. The media, whether it's whether it's Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or The New York Times, whether it's a, a Democratic senator or a Republican congressperson who says the president's gone too far now. This is distressing. The president is at the White House in front of the podium with the seal of the president of the United States, and he is talking about voter fraud. Well, yeah. I mean, look, the secretary of or the uh, the speaker of the House was at the House of Representatives standing in front of the speaker's podium for years talking about Russian collusion. That never happened. But that didn't stop them from investigating for four years and spending 60 million dollars on that investigation and coming up with bogus charges and actually finding the president guilty and uh, and offering up these articles of impeachment, which then, of course, went to the Senate. And thank God they were they were thrown out. Uh, baby, like basically the laughing stock of the entire Congress. The thing is, when you think something is wrong, you investigate it. If you find that there's proof, then you you take it to court. And there's so many 
There's so many uh, like instances of this being reported by everyday American citizens, citizens who they tell you, if you see something, say something. If this were a terrorist attack, right, let's say that instead of 130,000 ballots being dumped in Detroit, let's say there was a pressure cooker full of explosives and nails and BBs, and it was set in the middle of a protest and somebody saw it. You would expect that person to tell the authorities, I just saw two dudes drop a pressure cooker in the middle of a large group of people. That's suspicious. And you would expect the authorities to clear the area out, go investigate the pressure cooker, maybe bring in that robot that you know explodes things, and then find the guys who left it there and prosecute them. That's what you would expect to do if it were terrorism. Well, if it's an election and you see something fishy, like ballots coming in, there's one woman on on video. They were in uh, on the internet. She's a poll worker in Michigan, and she's saying she found these votes. She put them in a box because they were troublesome, and someone took the box to another station and counted them. She said, "We're supposed if we see something that's weird, we're supposed to put it in a box, and they're supposed to take a look at it." And that's not happening. One thing she saw was a person who was born in 1921. A vote from a voter born in 1921. The date of voter registration was 1900. So this person supposedly registered to vote 21 years before they were born. This person who, by the way, is 99 years old and cast their ballot. Would they, they registered 21 years before they were born? That's a questionable ballot. That one's supposed to be pulled. These things aren't happening. And there's tons of evidence. Somebody saying something is bad, that is the beginning of the investigation. That's how things, if you called 911 and said, 911, help, there's an intruder in my house right now and I'm afraid for my life, they would send somebody to investigate. But if you call 911 apparently and say, 911, help, there's massive voter fraud, there's suppression and intimidation going on, and people are not even, they're not even letting poll watchers in, which is against federal election laws or state election laws, help. They're not going to send anybody, apparently, at least not in Pennsylvania. And that's one of the biggest problems that the president and a lot of Republicans are having. Some Republicans don't seem to care. Some Republicans, they are like, hey, you know what? I won my election. I'm good to go. Or they're like, I lost my election. I could care less. Some Republicans out there, the only reason that they got elected was because of the president, by the way, are out there. And they're starting to they're starting to say, well, you know, we'll work with the new administration or, well, you know, it's going to be tough, but we'll get through it. Or at least we held the Senate or any of these other things. I mean, there's there's some Republicans who have all they're already kissing Donald Trump goodbye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be. ya, And that's a travesty as well. And that's one of the biggest problems we've always had with the Republican Party is that they don't stick together. If it were the Democrats. Chuck Schumer would be on television every single day if, if this were reversed. If Joe Biden were were complaining that in the middle of the night in Florida, they dumped 130,000 Donald Trump ballots, then Chuck Schumer would be on television every single minute of every single day threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices. He'd be up there saying, we know where you live, Gorsuch. We know where you live, Kavanaugh, just like he did before. Nancy Pelosi would be she would be going crazy. She would be going crazy if things were reversed. And Joe Biden wouldn't be calling for calm and patience or any of that. Joe Biden would be out there telling stories about corn pop and rusty razor blades and how he's going to fight like he did back in the war of 1812. That's what Joe Biden would be doing. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Ryan in New York. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hey, Mark, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so this was the first time I voted. Um, I was registered to vote at the age of 18, and okay. I ended up voting uh, now since I was 24. Um, I ended up being a huge Trump guy. Um, so this is my huge question. So when I was in high school, Obama was my was the president of the United States. Okay. Uh, he was pretty... Like, I thought he was, like, more of a moderate Democrat. Um, like, you know, he would talk about the border and all that other sure. stuff. Yeah. And Donald Trump came in. And now, you know, now you see the the Democrats um, doing the complete opposite of all of his views. So do you think Trump drove them to that? Or do you think that the liberals are, um, we're going to reach that point? 
That's a great question. Do you think that the re you're basically what you're asking me is are the is the left as far left as they are because Donald Trump pushed them there, or do you think they would have gotten there on their own? That's your question. Yes, that's a great question. Uh, that's a great question. I'm going to answer that one in just a minute. We have to take a quick break. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up on one hundred four point five WOKV. And the moment we're in is as important as 1776, July 4th. And so I love you, and I admire you, and I salute you, and I appreciate you. That was Alex Jones outside uh, Philadelphia, where they're counting votes, uh, the birthplace of democracy. And I guess it turns out to be the death uh, place of democracy too so that's kind of right kind of coming full, full circle the united states of america was born the republic for which we stand was born in philadelphia and that's where they're going to drive a stake through its heart and uh and we're going to just watch it kind of you know start twitching and then all of a sudden it's oh it's gone eight five five seven six five uh one oh four five also i should probably anderson cooper Anderson Cooper yesterday after after the president's speech called Donald Trump the president of the United States. And this is something people still forget, that Donald Trump is still president of the United States. We've not elected a new one yet. They're still counting the votes. There's still uh, there's still legal issues that we need to work out. Nobody has 270 electoral votes. And Donald Trump is the president. He's giving a speech on the on really, you know, what he feels is a, a major issue. And that is a a, a, a political party working in tandem to steal an election, to fabricate the results of an election, which is one of the most sacred things we hold dear in this country, our ability to choose leaders. And uh, while he's voicing his concerns and talking about what he's going to do to make sure that that doesn't happen, Anderson Cooper is on television calling the president a fat turtle. That is the president of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. And we see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over but he just hasn't accepted it and he wants to take everybody down with him including this country yeah so anderson cooper who i mean i guess people still believe is some kind of legitimate journalist is calling the president names during in the midst of an election that is yet to be called he still could be the president for four more years anderson cooper calling him a fat turtle they smell the blood in the water they're getting the gloves are coming off they're they're getting their confidence back they're just going to go after this guy like, I mean, fat turtles, just the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry, obese turtles. Same thing. Same thing. It's the weird. They always think they think fat is like the most thing, the, the terrible thing they could call Donald Trump. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got a call from a, a guy who's the first time voter in New York. And he said his name is Gino. He said, look, do you think that the Democrats have always been this crazy? Like, were they going to go this far left? Were they going to get pushed this far towards socialism or is this something that is this something that donald trump forced them into it's a great question we're going to answer it but first we're going to duck in on nancy pelosi who's live on capitol hill the tremendous mandate uh, that he has and that uh pretty soon the hyphen will be gone from vice president to president-elect joe biden uh, it's a happy day for our country because Joe Biden is a unifier, because he is determined to bring people together, because he respects all points of view. And as he has said, I ran as a Democrat, I'll govern as president for all of the people, whether they voted for me or not. So I am so officially pleased with the outcome that is imminent and also personally delighted uh, because of the quality and caliber of leadership that Joe Biden will provide. This morning, it is clear that the Biden-Harris ticket will win the White House. Uh, his election is historic, propelled by the biggest vote ever in the history of our country, 73.8 million and counting Americans, the most votes ever received by any presidential ticket in history. President-elect Biden has a strong mandate to lead, and he'll have a strong Democratic House with him and many Democrats in the Senate. This has been a life-or-death fight for the fate of our democracy, as he says, the soul of our country. We did not win every battle in the House, but we did win the war. In 2018, we won 40 seats, 30 
30 or 31 of them in districts where Trump had won before. They were in Trump districts. In preparation for the 2020 election, I said to people, you have to help us. They said, oh, you've won. Let's just do the Senate and the White House. No, we won in districts, Trump districts, with Trump not on the ballot. In the next election, he will be on the ballot, and that makes winning those districts a steeper climb. I'm pleased that we've won, overwhelmingly won those districts, not all of them. Not all of them, but. Okay, so now she's blathering on. She's calling President, or uh, she's calling Vice President Biden, President elect Biden, even though no official results are in. Uh, she's saying there's a mandate, which is not true. Because he barely doesn't even he doesn't even have 270 electoral votes uh, and may just barely scrape over that when it's all said and done. And also, uh, Donald Trump had a historic number of people voting for him as well. Plus, as she just pointed out, she lost about a dozen or so, could be even closer to 14 seats in the House of Representatives, didn't take back the Senate. So there is no minute. Basically, she's gone. She's gone totally crazy. Uh, just like the rest of them. But here's the deal. This is this is the ploy. They're going to start pretending that Joe Biden is president of the United States, even though they're still counting votes. They're going to the, the people who are telling you we're going to wait for every vote to be counted are now not waiting for every vote to be counted. We have to take a break. Unfortunately, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Mark, I was just wondering if you knew when we could expect all these clean energy and high-paying jobs to start flooding our country. <laughs> well, according to Nancy Pelosi, any day now, Nancy Pelosi just getting up um, in front of, you know, reporters and calling President-elect Biden or changing Vice President Biden to President-elect Biden and talking about the transition and talking about this and that and stimulus packages and uh, what it, what it, listen. The, the, a lot of people on our Facebook page, too, are like, look, that's it. It's over. I've seen people say Trump lost. We got to move on. There's no way to come back from this. Look, the, if you say that, then you're basically saying it's OK for these people to do whatever it takes to win an election. And let's think back to 2016, because Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler and Chuck Schumer and pretty much every single Democrat Every Democrat on television, every Democrat on Twitter, every Democrat on Facebook, every Democrat in your family, they pushed this idea that the 2016 election was rigged, that Donald Trump was was helped out by Russia, that Hillary Clinton was cheated out of her presidency because of Russian interference. They never thought at all that the 2016 election was on the up and up. They never without any proof. Without an ounce of proof. And they spent $60 million and four years investigating it. And they came up with nothing. Squatah. They even tried to make stuff up. Adam Schiff tried to make up phone calls that never happened. He got cited for it. And they went, I mean, for four years, they didn't give it up. They attacked this president. They attacked the 2016 election. And they still to this day say that it was illegitimate. Now, that they have a candidate who didn't campaign, who hid in a basement, who has no good ideas, who wants to defund the police, who wants to get rid of fracking in Pennsylvania. They expect us to believe that this election is totally on the up and up, that there's no that all of a sudden in four years, our elections have become so secure. What with the flood of mail in ballots? What with this all the changes in laws that have come up in Pennsylvania and in and in Ohio or in uh, in Michigan and Wisconsin? All these changes to the system. All of a sudden, we basically now have a 100 percent secure election when just four years ago, Russia was able to hack their way in and manipulate a Trump victory. It doesn't seem feasible now. Now, all of a sudden. Our elections are fine. There's no way to manipulate it or stack the deck for one candidate over the other. And if there were, shouldn't we spend the next four years investigating it and $60 million of the taxpayers' money investigating it the same way you did? It's, a ridic it's ridiculous. And the election is not over. Nobody has 270 electoral votes. Votes are still being counted. In Arizona, Donald Trump continues to get more votes. In Georgia, they still have a potential 8,000 ballots to count. In Pennsylvania, there's litigation to be had. Any call for Joe Biden to be president of the United States or president-elect, as Nancy Pelosi likes to call him, are premature. 
any anyone saying anybody saying that the the uh, Republicans don't have a, a course or cause to question the veracity of this election are kidding themselves. You're part of the problem. If you really believe that this election is over, if you really believe that this election that there, that there's nobody. All of these videos are falsified. The video that Project Veritas found of a postal worker offering to get a guy a stack of blank ballots. That video is totally false. The uh, the poll workers who are and who are saying, "Look, here's what happened overnight. Here's what I just saw. Here's what my supervisor told me." Postal employees who said any ballots who were who they came in after the third, my supervisor, I overheard him saying, "Just just backdate them so that they can still be counted." You can't tell me that when there's this many people involved and there's this much at stake and you have a party who hates Donald Trump as much as the Democrats hate Donald Trump. You can't tell me that this thing is 100 percent on the up and up when four years ago everyone was crying foul about Russian collusion and interference. It is I mean, it is a it is it is a battle and it's not one you should give. In fact, unifying this country is probably the worst thing. That's the that's the worst lie you could fall for. This is not a unified country. It has never been a unified country. The reason we have two parties in the first place is because back in the day, one party hated uh, the uh, a bunch of people in its own party and left and said, you guys aren't sticking up for us. We're going to go create a separate party. That's why we have a two-party system. Americans have been at odds and have been at each other's throats and have had different philosophical ideas and political ideas since the United States of America was born. That's how stuff gets done. But never before have we seen this kind of animosity followed by this kind of legal. I mean, we had a guy, so Gino called a minute ago. He said, has the left always been this way? Have they been this crazy? Have they been this radical or have they been pushed there by Donald Trump? And the or would they have gotten there on their own? That's a great question. I don't know that they would have gotten there this quickly. Donald Trump made a lot of people on the left super crazy, super quick. And would it would they push what, you know, people who at one point may have been uh, moral and, and upright citizens and and politicians and poll workers and elected officials who really were just out there to help? Would they have pushed them over the edge into criminal behavior? Because they wanted to get this guy out of office, potentially the hate for Donald Trump was so big and so bad and the and the animosity toward this president and the the lies that were being told about him for years by every media organization, by every Democratic leader were so bad that sure it you, they could have brainwashed some of their own elected officials into believing that Donald Trump was the Antichrist and needed to be beaten back at all costs, even if that means rigging an election, even if that means committing election fraud on a grand scale, even if it means go, you know, changing the laws that let's change the rules of the game at the last minute so that we can guarantee victory for our guy who's the worst person to ever run for president. Maybe, maybe Donald Trump and their hatred for Donald Trump and Donald Trump's brash demeanor and his, and his penchant for, for action, you know, like let's act and then talk about it later. Maybe all of that did push them over the edge a lot faster. Maybe it made a lot of them do questionable things that they never would have done. But that's like accusing the hot girl in the low cut shirt of being, you know, it's her fault that she got attacked by the guys because she put it out there. She was out there dancing, dancing around, uh, you know, all sexy. She that's the same argument. You can't say because Donald Trump is this way that you have to become that way. Either you're moral or you're not. Either you believe in the United States of America or you're not. Are the, either you want free, free, fair and free elections or you don't. And you can't spend four years of your life talking about how the 2016 election was not free, was not fair, was manipulated by Russia, by Russian collusion, that Donald Trump and his entire family and organization, they knew all about it. You can't spend four years arguing that and then turn around and say, hey, Joe Biden got elected with all these crazy votes coming with mail in ballots. Oh, this is that's not 100 percent fair and free and on the up and up. Come on, man. Ain't nobody believing that. 855-765-1045. Chris is in Jacksonville. Hey, uh, Chris, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, hey, what's up, man? What did you want to say? Hey, look, uh, two parts. Um, they say there's no evidence of fraud in this election, but the evidence is Joe Biden won. Who would have thought, hey, look, uh, I told you a month ago, that Joe Biden's going to win, and not just win big, but he's going to flip six states? You would have called me an idiot. 
And secondly, do you think Joe Biden or uh, President Trump actually got Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court because he knew this was going to happen? Do you think this will end up in the Supreme Court, or is this just over? Will this just be over? Uh, I mean, look, it's not. It's they, Joe Biden or uh, Joe Biden, Nancy. Well, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, they can agree on one thing. It's not over yet. Uh, there's going to be lost. Donald Trump's not going to concede this election. He will not concede this election. The Democrats, think about this. The Democrats never conceded the last election. It took Hillary Clinton like a week before she could, she could, you know, crawl out of the bottle and make a phone call to Donald Trump. And that's when he had 306 electoral votes and they were counted the night of. Think about that too. Donald Trump won his election handedly on election night. It was two o'clock in the morning. The votes were counted. Everybody was calling Donald Trump the winner. Hillary Clinton waited three days. They're asking Donald Trump to concede, and nobody has 270 electoral votes yet. All the votes haven't even been counted. They're not even calling states like Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona. Well, unless you're Fox News and you call Arizona before the polls close. That's where we are today. This is not over. Until the votes are counted, until everything is certified, there is no president-elect of the United States. But there is, very important, a president of the United States. And he is the toughest president. He's the hardest working president. He's the most boisterous and bombastic president. And he's not going to sit around and let some people take an election away from him, from you, and from the American people. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got to get, we got more of your phone calls in here in just a minute. Plus, uh, more information about what we think is going to happen later today. We have some questions about the Supreme Court and the lawsuits and how that moves forward. We'll get to all that and more. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here on 104.5 WOKV. So what is the next step here? Just going to the courts? Is it uh, just them trying to force Joe Biden in without any of the court system? Uh, what was kind of the next step? I mean, I'll be honest with you. The ne- you know what really annoys me? The next step is just fighting. I mean, here's the thing. People are sending me these videos, and I see these videos online. And, for example, there's this one. Uh, Laura Trump, who we had on the show last week, th- uh, did a video. Somebody just sent it to me again. Jennifer sent it to me again. And it's this dude, and he's he's in a polling ca- – uh, he's in Pennsylvania, and he's watching this lady – and she's, yeah, basically he's watching Fox News in the background. But she's basically just checking ballots, blank ballots. She's filling them in at the, the polling place. Just marking the ballots. I filmed her a half hour ago doing six. And she's still working at it. Yeah, and she's sitting there. She's going through these blank ballots. No, she takes the stamp to certify stamp it. Stamp it received. Stamp it received, yeah. And let's fill in our six blanks. All at the top of the tickets on each one. And by the way, ironically, this lady's, or I guess appropriately, she's left-handed too, which I thought was kind of funny. But the, here's my problem. Why are you standing there filming her? You said you did it half an hour ago and she did six. And then what? You went out for a drink and you came back and look, she's still doing it. Well, why don't you go down there and grab the ballots and say you can't do that? Why don't you go down there and tell somebody? Why don't you snatch the pen out of her hand? I mean, I think a big problem with all of this is that people are sending in these videos and they're saying, look what I saw. Look what I saw. Great. You saw it. What did you do? What did you do to stop it? I mean, if there's nobody out, if the police aren't going to stop it, if the FBI is not going to stop it, if the courts, court orders aren't going to stop it and you're there, you have to stop it. You have to you have to stop it. I mean, we have good Samaritan laws, don't we? If you see something, say something, do something. I, the video is great, and the video is going to show uh, the people in court that there's an actual problem, and maybe it'll stop the vote, and maybe it'll change six or seven ballots or whatever it is. Maybe there'll be a way for uh, for Donald Trump to come back in Pennsylvania with all of this voter fraud that's going on. But at the same time, you're just sitting there recording it for 45 minutes. Go do stop it. You know, to do do what you need to do. Report it. Say I have video proof after the first six. And then go down there and stand there until somebody comes and takes care of the issue. But, you know, that, that's the thing. It's going to have to be a fight. It's going to be a fight every single day. You can't just stop. You can't just stop and think, oh, well, you know what? They got away with a crime. Oh, well, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. They didn't, after 2016, they didn't look at, uh, they didn't look at Donald Trump and say, you know, uh, you got away with it. You colluded with Russia. 
Good job. You got us, man. You got it. Go, go, Donald Trump. You are the sly one. We'll get you next time. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. They fought him every single day. They came to they they came up with all sorts of ridiculous stuff to try to take him down, to try to overthrow uh, a duly elected you know, a president of the United States. And it didn't work. So they were like, all right, well, listen, if we can't duly elect our own president of the United States, then we're going to have to figure out something else. And this is what they came up with. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Eric's in Wisconsin. Hi, Eric. How are you? Uh, doing good, Mark. How about you? Great. What's up, Eric? What do you want to say about voter fraud? All right. So, uh, God, uh, I'm in South Central Wisconsin. Okay. In one of those in one of those small counties. Well, when I went in, went in to vote, there's only one family with my name, our last name, and I noticed, huh? My uh, uncle came in and voted. So I asked a poll worker, how could he have came in and voted if he died two months ago? They said, well, we got no evidence of it. So I went home, grabbed his COD, right. obituary, all that. When it showed him, they said, well, it is what it is. He signed it. He signed it. Your dead uncle signed a ballot, so they're just going to let it go, even though you had proof that he's already passed away. First of all, we're sorry to hear about your uncle. Second of all, look, thank you for doing something. Uh, 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. We got uh, we got a little bit more time here, and we're following. Apparently, Fox News is about to call this election, too. And when that happens, we'll bring that to you here in just a minute. Also, there's an update on the Arizona vote tally. It looks like it dropped a little bit uh, closer to Donald Trump. We'll get that here in just a minute. Stay tuned. The Mark Show on 104.5 WOKV. This election showed us what the true character of many Americans is. And again, I'm not saying that if you voted for Trump, that you are a racist, that you are a homophobe, that you are a sexist, uh, that you are against transgender rights. But what I will say is if you voted for Trump, then right. all of those things are okay with you because of your own personal circumstance. All right, that's Sonny on The View, ironically named Sonny on The View, uh, talking about how if you voted for Trump, she's not calling you a racist, but you're basically okay with racists. She's not calling you a homophobe, but you're basically okay with homophobia. She's not calling you a terrible person, but basically she's calling you a terrible person because you voted for Donald Trump. And that's about 69 million people out there. Uh, none of whom, I'm sure, watch The View. That is the President of the United States. That is the most powerful person in the world. And we see him like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun, realizing his time is over. And that's Anderson Cooper, supposed news anchor or news reporter for CNN, uh, referring to the president as a fat turtle <laughs> flailing on his back in the sun. Uh, I, there's so much there's so much to unpack with that. I don't know. I don't want to. Speaking of people that have personal issues, 855-765-1045. Sandy's in Virginia. She knows what to do about all this fraud. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm great, Mark. How are you today, sweetie? Doing great, Sandy. What's your uh, What's your idea? What do you think we do? Well, my idea is if we can plan all the truck parades and the flotillas and all that, I know in my heart that Trump won. We need to do our own voting in each state somehow to show that we did win. That's a great idea. We did our voting in all of our own. I mean, I remember voting. I remember doing exactly that. I remember going. I remember voting in my state. And here's the other thing, too. In my state, the state of Florida, my vote was counted and all the votes were counted. And I feel that what I felt in my heart of hearts, the enthusiasm for Donald Trump, I feel that the flotillas and the parades and the signs and the visits and the rallies, I feel like all the enthusiasm we built up here for Donald Trump, all of the outreach to the Latino voters and the African-American voters, all of the goodwill and harmony and all of the, the economic you know, um, boon, basically, that we all felt, I feel like that was reflected accurately in the vote, because remember our last election, our last election was a nail biter. 
it was Ron DeSantis eking out Andrew uh, Gillum. It was like a few thousand votes for Rick Scott. Rick Scott was almost not our senator. We were so close. But Donald Trump, there was no question. There was no question in the state of Florida. Florida was not the swing state people thought it was. It was not the battleground state. There was no battle here. Donald Trump came in and won a decisive victory. Same with Ohio. Same with Texas, which everybody thought was going to be this. Texas is going to turn blue. Texas is going to be blue as the sky. Whatever. It didn't happen. None of that happened. Ohio, the same thing. And now, all of a sudden, Donald Trump, who spent just as much time in Pennsylvania, if not more than he did in Florida. Donald Trump, who spent just as much time in Michigan and Wisconsin, if not more than he did in Florida and Ohio. And I think he had two rallies in Texas the whole time. He spent more time in these places, drew bigger crowds in these places. And these people went out and voted. And it was close. It wasn't a, this runaway. It was so close. For Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi to claim some kind of mandate is, first of all, it's hogwash. The election's not over. Second of all, it's irresponsible. And, the, and third of all, th- there needs to be, look, if I'm with you on the rallies and the parades and stuff like that. There need to be people in Pennsylvania, and I know that there are. I know Alex Jones is out there with his megaphone, but I saw a couple of hundred people. Where are the thousands of people that were at the rally? Why are they not marching in the streets saying no justice, no peace, no rigged elections? You know, I mean, we, how many, God, how many hundreds of thousands of woke Black Lives Matter people did we watch marching in L.A.? How many, how many Black Lives Matter rallies were there in Philadelphia? How many days, how many days was Portland under attack by these protesters? How many days did a group of protesters take over six city blocks in Seattle and claim their own country, their own autonomous zone how long did that go on and we just had to sit back and watch it and say oh you know what i you know what i keep hearing now the new here's the new thing from the left there's gonna be a civil war donald trump supporters are gonna cause if donald trump he's he's stoking the fire the proud boys are arming up they're filling up their mags with whatever it is there's going to be trump supporters are showing up with guns in Pennsylvania, they're showing up with guns in Arizona. Well, in Arizona, a lot of people have guns and they can, they, you can show up wherever you want with them. There's no civil war. Why is it that when the Black Lives Matter uh, protests go on or when people are upset with the police and they want to defund the police and they want to burn down the police building, why is it that that's not a civil war? Why is it that's just a, a mostly peaceful protest except for the burning buildings in the background? To quote CNN, why is that OK? But when Trump supporters go to a, a polling location to say, hey, count the vote, count the vote or stop the vote, or stop the vote, depending on where you are. It, why, why is it that when they do that, all of a sudden it's going to turn violent and there's going to be a civil war? Antifa literally showed up in, to, to taunt Alex Jones yesterday and they there were no punches thrown. There was no poop flung in the face of an Antifa person by a Donald Trump supporter. You think there's going to be a civil war? I mean, it's like the meme says, if there is, one side has all the ammunition and the other side can't figure out which bathroom to use. So which side do you want to be on? But the, but anyone who tells you that Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to reunite this country, that is the biggest crock of BS. And don't fall for it. Because they're the ones that are out there claiming that even, that if you voted for Donald Trump, Sonny Hostin on The View, if you voted for Donald Trump, you have some deep-seated issue, and you are basically saying it's okay to be a racist, homophobic, anti-transgender who likes to lock up little children at the border. You need to think about that half of the United States of America. It's ridiculous. It's rid- I mean, it is ridiculous. There's nothing about this election that, A, smells like it's on the up and up, B, doesn't cry rampant corruption, and C, should make you think that our best days are ahead of us. Because the left, they don't want, here's the big secret, they don't want you coming together. They don't. They don't want you coming together. They want you divided because that's how they win. That's how they won this election. Joe Biden, well, that and cheating, but Joe Biden, he got up there and said, we've never been so divided. Donald Trump's a divider. We are divided, 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 sowing the fear of COVID-19 and racial injustice. And all that's the only way that they can win elections. And so don't even think that they're going to try to unite anybody. It's just going to get worse.
It's just, is there going to be a civil war? I hope not. I really hope not. 855-765-1045. But I'm probably, you know, I'm pretty sure back in the uh, in the 1800s, they didn't want a civil war either. Uh, let's see. We go to Scott in Tennessee. Hi, Scott. How are you? Hello, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I'm trying to figure out how people are not showing on the news media all the videos that are online now of people fixing ballots and just writing up their own ballots in these polling places. Scott, you answered your own questions, Howard. It's the media. They're all what what this has taught us is we used to think that there were Trump friendly media outlets and there's not. There's not a single one, it seems. CNN, we knew wasn't. I mean, that's the thing. CNN doesn't bother me. Donald Donald Trump being called a fat turtle by Anderson Cooper. I mean, I we we've come to expect that. Like an obese turtle on his back, flailing in the hot sun. That's typical CNN. I would if he didn't say that, I would be shocked. You know, we understand MSNBC. They hate Donald Trump. That Rachel Maddow is will will lie and cheat and steal and say whatever evil things she can about the president. We understand the view. That doesn't shock me either. They supposedly have. They go to try to find a conservative on the view. The best they can find is Meghan McCain, who voted for Joe Biden. That's their idea of a conservative. Their idea of a conservative is a Republican who voted for Joe Biden, not a Republican. Show me one person on the view who voted for Donald Trump. There isn't one. I'm not shocked by any of that. I'm a little shocked by Fox News calling Arizona. But now we realize we're trying we're starting to get you're starting to see. If you had any respect for any of the mainstream media left, if you believed anything that they said, you know now that you can't. And what Donald Trump said yesterday about the suppression polls and all of the polls that kept being told about Martha or what's her name? Uh, Susan Collins was 12 points behind and Donald Trump's going to lose Florida by seven points and Ohio. Forget about it. 40, Wisconsin, 14 points. All of those polls were exactly what he called them, suppression polls. And he said the media was publishing these, paying for and publishing these suppression polls. And the whole time that the media was doing it, they were doing it with one with one tactic or one uh, end game. And that was to get people to believe the election was over before it began and stay home and not vote. And as soon as he said that, the media went ballistic saying suppression polls how can the president be accusing these pollsters of suppression polls because that's what they were we all see it now there's no way to argue it but they're the media and as long as you keep paying attention to them they're going to keep feeding you whatever it is they want to feed you they don't want to give you the news they want to tell you the news they're not reporting they're they're creating the news that's the big problem 855-765-1045. Another big problem. I got to take a break. But we have some more uh, minutes to fill here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045 is our number. Let's go uh, squeeze in a couple more phone calls here before we have to um, to get out of here. Sue in North Carolina. Hi, Sue. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on, Sue? Well, first of all, I got to say I love your show, and I'm psyched that I got through. I have an important question for you. Oh yeah, let's hear it. I'm excited too. (laughs) Um, If this thing, if this whole thing goes to the Supreme Court, which I believe it will, and uh, they come out and say, "Hey, Joe Biden suddenly has 270 electoral votes. He's the winner." Doesn't everything halt until the court decides? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the way it worked in 2000 was, and and there's a specific issue that they have to take to the Supreme Court. So right now, it looks like Pennsylvania is the big issue. Pennsylvania is where it seems like there's been a lot of problems. So if they believe that they've not been given access in Pennsylvania or if there are fake ballots in Pennsylvania, they're going to have to order Pennsylvania to stop voting and then what they're going to or stop counting rather. And then what they're going to do is they're going to go through and they're going to have to figure out a way to um, to work the ballots. The, the Supreme Court isn't just going to say Donald Trump is president or Joe Biden is president. They're going to have to rule on some kind of complaint. And typically what happens is the complaint or whatever they rule is going to is going to affect the election in in the uh, in you know one side or the other. The recount in 2000 was they were right in the middle of the recount and they were arguing dimpled chads and hanging chads and all kinds of chads. Um, and what happened was the Supreme Court said, stop, stop counting. We're done. We need to do this. Uh, George Bush was 500 votes ahead. And that was it. That's how he became president. So I don't know that I don't know what the course of action with the Supreme Court would be. I don't know what they're counting on. I don't know what they're thinking about. 
Um, but, you know, like I said, I know this. The president, uh, the uh, President Trump for reelection campaign is not giving up. Um, they're not going to concede and they're going to fight this tooth and nail till the end. Uh, look, Don, remember this. Donald Trump said, I'm going into Washington to drain the swamp. I'm going in there to root out the corrupt politicians. I'm not one of them. They're not going to like me doing it. We're going to put them all away. We're going to make America great again. He went in there de declaring, and he had to do it to get elected, declaring what he was going to do. And so the swamp fought back for four years. And I'll tell you, what is swampier than taking somebody who's got one foot in the grave and half a brain and, and doing whatever you can, whatever you can, legal or illegal, to make that guy president? The fact that the fact that this is happening is proof positive that there is a swamp and that it still needs to be drained. And Donald Trump's not just going to turn around, concede and walk away. He's going to continue to do what he said he was going to do. And that is drain that swamp. Hey, Bill and Yuli, thanks so much for calling. What's up, Bill? Uh, yeah. Now that the election is almost over, uh, about your uh, poker tournament. That's still on this year. The Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament to benefit Kay's kids? That's the one. Bill, I'm so glad you brought that up. The answer is yes, of course. We will still be having our Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament to benefit Kay's kids. Uh, we have celebrities lined up. We have the venue booked. We have a date. The website's ready to go. And if you tune in Monday morning, Bill, I will give you all the details on how you can register a ticket, register a table, come out for food, fun, drinks, prizes, poker, celebrities, and an opportunity to help some kids here in Jacksonville who are fighting uh, all kinds of terrible, horrible um, terminal diseases and how we can help make their Christmases super bright. Well, having a great time gambling. 855-765-1045. All right, I got to go. It's going to be a long weekend. Again, this isn't over. Uh, we've got a long way to go, and we'll be back Monday to tell you. I don't know what the hell is going to happen today, tomorrow, or the next day, but we'll be here Monday to sort it all out. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on 104.5 WOKV.